Paperboy. Paperboy. What you know about Paperboy? I've seen Atlanta too. Oh. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It Podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Coming at you with a little uh, This Week in Jazz, our monthly feature. <laughs> Why is that funny every time? It's funny every <laughs> the time. The irony of it all. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we might have done this... Yeah, no, it's been about a month probably. It's been about yeah, a month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just a reminder too that today's episode of the You'll Hear It Podcast is sponsored by the Oxford American. The Oxford American is a magazine dedicated to documenting the complexity and vitality of the American South. Its award-winning annual music issue comes with a CD sampler and digital download. It's a must-have for any serious music fan. Recent issues have featured Nina Simone, Thelonious Monk, John Cage, and John Coltrane. Visit OxfordAmerican.org slash YHI today. That's OxfordAmerican.org forward slash YHI. Forward slash? What, 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 oh, like as opposed to a backslash. It's really just slash. I got it. Slash. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, cool. All yeah, right. Man. Well, let's jump into what happened this week over the last month. <laughs> what do we have first? Well, we have, first, we had some nice things. Here. Yeah, we should talk about what happened here last week. Well, this was big in the week in jazz, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we we unofficially, officially launched what we call Open Studio Brazil. Yes. Um, we recorded a brand new course by the amazing Brazilian pianist from Sao Paulo, uh, Elio Alves. Yeah. In the house, we had one of the best drummers I've ever ho- heard, yep. uh, Edu Ribeiro. Yep. Um, we brought OG open studio artist, yes. Homero Lubambo in town, too. Yes. We had like Brazilian jazz royalty up in the house. We did. For sure. Yep. And we recorded some new courses in an amazing live concert, still yes. being talked about. That's the newsworthy item, I would say, right there. You think so? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, 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 the courses are going to be news in the future once mm. once we get them out there but i think that the uh the concert was really special it was our second uh open studio live and it's just it's, it's just been a fun thing that we're kind of uh well we're not really playing with it anymore because we're we're we're, we're doing it we're stepping it up and we're ex- we're kind of still a little bit experimenting but i think the idea is that we do a live stream we do a live concert we had what about 80 people i yeah. mean about 10 more than we could legally fit in <laughs> yeah. here don't tell it the fire packed up yeah. in here and um just had an amazing, um, you know, the concept I think for us is sort of almost like a listening room thing. It's not really a jazz club and we are a studio, but uh, we, you know, really give it a fun, warm feeling and everyone's playing acoustically. Yeah. No sound reinforcement and you're sitting very, very close. And we had people sitting behind and, and actually, you know, everyone can go and look at the video because we did a, a wonderful, the, the team did a great video and audio recording of this, which is available on YouTube. Yeah, we'll, link we'll, will be in the description, right? We'll include the link. Yeah, what's yeah. fun for us is that, you know, we've played so many concerts over the years. And so it's great to actually get to throw one for other people, yeah. knowing exactly what the best parts of these things are. So like right. getting the audience seating, seated right in the middle of everything. I mean, there were people like between the bass and the drums almost. Yes. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it was yeah. like... Uh, not directly in between because right, that would right. probably not, hinder the music a little bit. Not psychologically in between, <laughs> physically in between. But I mean, just everybody's right there on you. Some Those are some of my favorite musical experiences yes. when the crowd is, is so close that you can literally reach out and touch them yep. and you just feel very connected. And that, that was a great feeling. Yeah, and we don't really know where this is going to go. We, we, we have a lot of people watching online, which is great. And, um, you know, in terms of 
the video and the audio that can kind of live on. It's not a, a live record. It is a live recording in a way. And we have the whole concert up there. You can check it out. But I'd love to hear what people think about it. And, um, you know, hopefully we captured the magic of the moment that we definitely felt here in the open studio, um, you know, in, in the recording as well. Yeah. And if you're anywhere near St. Louis, Missouri, keep a lookout for our next one. That's right. Because they're, they're a special thing. Yep. And uh, yeah, precedent to uh, you'll hear it listeners. For sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so what else we got this week? Okay, uh, well, you had a, a, you stumbled upon, I don't know how this happened, an interesting story about Lady Gaga. <laughs> it's all over the jazz news. <laughs> First of all, okay, this headline is hilarious. It's watch Lady Gaga cover Frank Sinatra at Fred Durst's jazz night. That, that is the weirdest effing <laughs> sentence I've heard in a long time. So I, I didn't even know this. Apparently, Limp Biscuits, Fred Durst, <laughs> Host a Wait, just say Limp Biscuit again. Every Limp time, Limp Biscuit, <laughs> which was a band of my yeah. teenage years. I mean, I, re- I mean, what that like one of the best band names ever. That's terrible. I mean, how much weed do you have to smoke before you can get to that title? I can tell you exactly <laughs> how much. Uh, they host a regular live jazz night in Los Angeles. It's true. I'm a big fan of jazz. He told LA Weekly in 2017. I've ne- I've been for a long time. Uh, it's not necessarily something that people who know me from Limp Biscuit know about me personally. <laughs> There you go. A lot of so, splaining. A lot of no, mansplaining hey, going on there. Fred Durst might be a, you'll hear a listener, if he's a big fan of jazz. What's up, Fred? There's a good chance, <laughs> man. But, I mean, it's just... and Keep on limping. And no offense. If you love jazz, it's awesome. I just It's just totally unexpected. <laughs> the Knowing him is. only from, like, backward red hat, yeah. you know, like, uh, I did it all for the nookie, Fred Durst. <laughs> I love the Incredible. title. But then, of article. course, Lady Gaga, who is definitely... I mean, she's recorded with Tony Bennett. Yeah. You know, she's dipped her toe. She's... You know what? I got... I got to say mad respect for Lady Gaga, the few jazzy things that I've heard that she's done. And I also just heard a story from someone that, that actually played a little bit with her at the Grammys. And I don't think it was in the broadcast, but like backstage or something, yeah. like singing a stand. Like she she takes it. I mean, she's not a jazz singer, but as she dips her toe in it, she takes it seriously. And she, yeah. she does it respectfully. She doesn't do it like some of these people that just kind of stumble upon it late in their career because they need a, a gimmick to get them over. You know, Man, I'll tell you what. I like Lady Gaga. And I know it's like... Uh, I don't know. There's a weird thing. It's like, what do you want out of a pop star other than the fact that like she's super creative and dedicated and works super hard at what she does? And, and she's apparently good. crazy. That's well, it's the whole package. I mean, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, why, why are you going to complain about that when, right. when they're obviously so good at what they want to do, even if it's not your thing? Don't be play a hating. Don't come on now. Hating. Come on. Yeah, I'm you know glad someone's I mean? doing it and is that passionate about it. That's right. Even if it's not, you know, it's all my thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's that's it. So apparently, L.A. Go to Fred Durst's jazz hang. Yeah. Celebs might come by and sing some Frank Sinatra songs, which I love. That's what they, that's the way they paraphrase that is. So next we have some sad news uh, via the New York Times. James DePogny um, uh, passed away at 78. And this name I didn't really know, but it seemed vaguely familiar. And I realized actually that I had... Uh, he was a, a transcriber, a band leader, a musicologist, and he was especially associated with sort of uh, documenting and, and transcribing some of Jelly Roll Morton's music and sort of placing him in the jazz pantheon. And so I, I remember there was a book from like the early 80s, like a transcription book of Jelly Roll Morton's that I had uh, or had access. I think I had it from the library or something. Um, but anyway, so he passed away in Ann Arbor, Michigan. He taught for years up at University of Michigan. DePogny. Uh, Professor DePogny taught music at the University of Mis- Michigan for decades, but also found time for frequent performances. Um, and oh, yeah, so here's the book. It was um, uh, he, transcribing early jazz works from recordings, most notably his 1982 book, 
Ferdinand Jelly Roll Morton, the collected piano music, which helped fuel a rediscovery of Morton, uh, who had fallen out of favor, but is now widely regarded as, as the first great jazz composer. So I love that man. Yeah, man. So this guy was really, um, you know, we just want to give a shout out for him as as he passes into the next place, and a big thanks for him, um, you know, bringing that, you know, bridging that part of the the jazz world. Yeah, I, I always love to hear stories about, you know, there's always some scholar who shines a, a spotlight yeah. on someone who who maybe isn't getting the respect they deserve and sometimes that can make a huge impact on millions of people you yeah know, and, and and our culture and yeah and we always think okay this music is so young that a jazz scholar and stuff is not as needed because but i mean we're getting to the point now where i mean these i mean jelly moral morton died in like the early 40s or mid 40s or something you know so it's it's uh you, you know there's there's a lot of things that can be lost and stuff so hats off to everyone uh like depogny that uh that um, put the work in, you know, and to document things. Absolutely. Uh, so next we have, I think this one's me again. I'm going to go again. Is that okay? You got it. I'm feeling very news news anchorish. You got it. You got it. You got okay. It. Um, <laughs> so this is from MPR News, which I'd never heard of. So I was a little bit skeptical with all the, f- I don't even want to say the word, you know, F-A-K-E news. I don't believe... I believe that there's things that are... I'm not saying that. you never but heard of NPR before? NPR. No, this is M as in Martin. You've M- never heard NPR? No. no. M as in Minnesota, buddy. You Minnesota. Been, Minnesota. Okay. Big shout out to everybody. Not else. cool. <laughs> that's not cool. It's accurate, though. <laughs> okay. So NPR News. I had to look that one up. Yes, you're right. So it's... it's uh, the the little clue is up in the upper corner. It's like MSP, 47 yeah. degrees today. So that's Minneapolis. But they, um, I mean, obviously there's a lot. Of, I mean, this, this is a very important NPR uh, network because there's so much great programming coming out of there. Man, Minnesota Public Radio is incredible. I actually have gotten to go to the headquarters. I think once I did a interview with Julie Amaker, who does mm-hmm. one of their cl- classical sort of crossover shows, which yeah. is applicable to the yeah. band that I'm in. And yeah. uh, man, it was so nice. And they do so, they produce so much great content. You need to get hip to NPR and lose the, uh, the Minnesota the effect well, I on think your of, voice because you know, that's, that's everything a, comes out of my, you know, seeing Fargo, the movie. Yeah. But I also think about like NPR. Dude, they love it up there. When their you programming that. is so good. And I like to say it's like, uh, my dad had a good line about this. It's like, you know, that's like that kind of NPR program is, is, um, you know, classical, dry classical humor for when it's cold outside, you know, or something like that. (laughs) But but they're so great, great My voice is like a steaming cup of coffee. (laughs) Black coffee. Black coffee, all the way from Norway, Sweden, and Finland. (laughs) That's right. Equally. But no, shout out to NPR. Okay, so what... What's the news? Yeah, we're just going to talk about it. I mean, I can riff on... (laughs) Yeah. I can talk about regional public radio (laughs) for for a while, buddy. So this is um, the headline. I can't figure out if this is like an original fictional podcast that they're doing, like Serial, or if this was real news. A century-old story of jazz and murder in New Orleans, but the New Orleans caught my eye. So I said, uh, if you were in New Orleans exactly 100 years ago, which I wasn't, I was there 20 years ago, but not 100, you might have heard in early uh, heard in early jazz recordings like Livery Stable Blues, which did not ring a bell, but being played loudly in homes across the city. The reason? A man claiming to be the axe murderer who had already killed eight people in the area had written a letter to the New Orleans Times-Picayune, that is the name of the paper, um, saying that he would be in the city on the night of March 19th, 1919, looking for victims, but that he would spare anyone in a home where a jazz band was in full swing. I've heard this story before. Oh, I've, heard about, really? I've heard about this. Yeah, this was a thing. The story inspired a song called The Mysterious Axe Man's Jazz, Don't Scare Me Papa. Man. Mm. What if it was just like a record A&R guy? 
And then th- that's it. Like, yeah. that's the whole thing. No, I've, I've, I don't know where I heard this, but I've heard this, a version of this story before. So there must know. be some kind of kernel of truth or I don't think so. it sounds it's, fishy. Being, it's being spread uh, fictitiously. Yeah. But man, I've heard that before. Oh, wait, no, this is okay. The piece of sheet music is a reminder. This piece of sheet m- music is a reminder of the reign of terror that gripped New Orleans from May 1918 through October 1919. When reports of a series of grisly, 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 <laughs> like grisly bear murders, <laughs> no, like gristle local, in your teeth, like, right? Yeah. Uh, the victims, mostly Italian grocers, what? Yes, were attacked at All night. Right. By I'm gonna, a- <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this guy was probably Italian, <laughs> or of Italian American uh, extraction. Okay, so and this is actually now I'm, I've shot over to the historic New Orleans collection, which is a legit New Orleans like historical website. So I wow. guess it's true. And I'm looking at the. Um, Check out the little sheet music uh, down there. Wow. D- oh, don't mind us. We're just chatting and showing each other stuff here on the podcast. That's fascinating. Though. Okay. Well, so NPR is is right on. NPR is always right on. I don't know about you that. You want to talk about Chicago Public Radio next? I'm game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. So uh, last thing here is- Forget about it. One of my very all-time favorite shows, uh, a show called Documentary Now. Mm. You know, it's uh, presented by- Fred Armisen, Bill Hader, oh, yeah, I think yeah. Seth Meyers has something to do with it as well. Mm. And it's absolutely hilarious. They they spoof real documentaries, famous documentaries, and they make their own version. And it's usually like just close enough that it's hilarious. Well, they're about to spoof. Uh, it's being released uh, March 20th, uh, which is this week. Yep. Um, uh, a fake documentary called Long Gone, and it's riff off the classic music doc, Let's Get Lost, about the turbulent, li- turbulent life of jazz trumpeter Chet Baker. I've seen Let's Get Lost. Have you ever seen it before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's disturbing and awesome. Yeah. And a good friend of mine was up for the role. Wasn't that Ethan? Did Ethan Hawke play? No, 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 no. This documentary. Oh, the documentary. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was talking about the oh, documentary. Yeah, there was, a, there yeah, was yeah. a drama about Chet Baker, right? Yeah, yeah. Recently. Yeah. Um, no, this was a documentary. I think I saw it. Yeah, Let's Get Lost. It came out a while ago. A long time ago. Yeah, like yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, maybe even before that. No, yeah. I think it was, was way earlier. Anyway. Um, I'll look that up while you continue to Yeah, But anyway, wax. so Fred Hermison is a jazz musician. and uh, Yeah, he is. Yeah, it includes his girlfriend, uh, vocalist Carla Miola, who's played by his real girlfriend, Natasha Leone, from uh, Russian Doll. Have you yep. seen Russian Doll yet? I have not. Dude, so good. Let's Get Lost 1988. There you go. There you go. Uh, so, so, so good. Okay. Um, anyway. Good stuff. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, when your favorite, whenever your favorite, like it's like the office jazz thing that we did a yeah, couple yeah. of months ago or whatever. Yeah. Whenever one of your favorite shows like mentions jazz, you're like, oh, oh, you're talking uh, about something you're I really about love. Us. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a jazz guy. I'm a jazz guy. I like jazz. Yeah. Well, that should always make um, this week in jazz. This monthly, we should always include those type of events. <laughs> hey, I want to mention too some news. I want to tease some All right. possible news, open studio news. Mm. I don't know if this is legal, mm. but just for anybody who's an open studio member. There may be in 2020 at some point a jazz camp mm. of some kind mm. where you could actually come to. That's all I'm going to say. Camping like in a tent? No. Mm. Camping like with open studio. Well, I'll give another hint. Artists. To add on to that. Yeah. It might be in a location of the many locations we mentioned today could be in, located in one of those cities. Possibly where people were being murdered. Okay, I'm trying to hint, and you go straight. I didn't say <laughs> Could have been Minnesota. <laughs> hey, we're in St. Louis, buddy. Murders happen. That's true. That's true. Okay, so that's good. I like that. We kind of teased that out. We're in the very early stages, but yeah, that'll be cool. Um, camp or conference? We don't know yet. Camp. Com- combination. Okay. Fantasy camp. 
school. Fantasy conference. That Fantasy. Sounds, <laughs> that sounds not right. <laughs> That's a different. That happens in Vegas every year. <laughs> okay, we've been getting some ratings and reviews that are off the chisane. Just wanted to let you know. Okay. Did you know that? Okay. Okay. Can I read one for yeah, you? Okay. Uh, we, are you ready for your ego to be stroked? Always. Okay. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is a five-star review officially, and the title of it is Amazing Smiley Face Old School Emoji. It is definitely the greatest podcast for piano players from another top pro pianist, signed Herbie Hancock. Thank you, Mr. Hancock. Uh, no, no, I knew no. he was listening. No, no. Uh, it, no, it is definitely the greatest podcast for piano players from another top pro pianist, and definitely for all levels. But all the others can also find a tons of useful and great advices about how to. That, that when, is a sentence. <laughs> when, what exactly, and why. Respect. Um, this is from our... R.D. Dramario from the Ukraine. That's why there might have ah. been a little bit of a run on sentence. That's cool. You know His how English is way better than our Ukrainian. I can yeah, tell you that. Like a thousand <laughs> times. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for that, um, R- Romario. I, it's just it's always hard with these usernames because they're all like, you know, yeah. dingy, dusty mouse head, you know, or something. <laughs> um, and then we had one. Uh, fabulous daily piano advice five stars this podcast is first rate and deserves seven stars what would both hosts have a passion for the piano and jazz great that, that's it that's all we have a passion we're, we're two trick ponies uh great topics every day thank you jackie c martinis every lunch <laughs> that's right i mean you know what's funny both of those guys mentioned uh i assume they're guys i don't know why but uh that we're a piano <laughs> podcast but we yeah no, we're not a piano podcast i, I mean we are surrounded by keyboards we are and, pi- and pianists but <laughs> literally surrounded by pianists uh maybe we just should just accept that's what i'm gonna read one more this you know, this will put a chuckle on your face if it isn't already um the title of this one is five stars but the title is reliable <laughs> uh if you are a jazz musician every episode is helpful and not too much of a time investment uh, <laughs> that's good <laughs> That's, that, that, you know what? That's true. We're reliable. And Five stars, one. middle of the road. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, thank you for that. Please leave us rating and review when you get a chance. Now, where can they do that? At? They can do that wherever.com, maybe? You cannot do it there now. That's become, a confusingly enough, a blog now. Yeah. Oh, but you should check out youllhear.com for the blog. And the podcast. And the podcast. But not for rating or reviews. You'll hear it. You'll hear it.